we're gonna make this a short and i'm putting this on instagram and i'm just gonna watch everyone just destroy you <laughs> but you're gonna do it without context i guarantee you and you're gonna leave out the fact that the stepdad or whatever the father-in-law was a piece of shit and that oh i'm gonna make myself this... look like the gift to this world for sure and welcome, welcome back, back to Q3 Street. I'm Alex. You mumbled through that. And I'm John. And you don't? I said, and welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. You mumble the most out of literally anyone I know. No, I don't. Oh, got new Crocs on today, baby. Oh, I'm, yeah. You haven't worn those ones these yet. These have fur. What? Yeah, I feel them. I know. I'm, I'm turning into... Those are going to smell so bad. I'm turning into a Croc whore for sure. Definitely the whore part. Those are going to smell so bad. You could probably wash them. I didn't know that. I wonder if mine have fur in them. So what are you up to recently, John? Well, speaking of my leg. <laughs> Which one? Been working on my legs. You know, if you can't tell, getting a tattoo. Do you have it scheduled yet? Do you know what you're going to get? Uh, I'm Me in and the, Kobe. I'm in the process. Our faces. Uh, no, I already did something for you. I should do something for Kobe, but... Yeah, I got a design. I'm going to wrap it around. Wait, above do you actually my knee. know what you're going to do? Yeah. What? A bunch of images. I got like. Yeah, but like what? Almost like a Roman kind of theme, I guess. Like um, statues. Statues. I'm pretty basic, you know. I'm What's basic, basic about that? I, don't know, I probably I feel like a lot Who of people have that. Who else has statues that you know of? It's not know. like you're getting like birds. Our or New like York feathers. friends. Really? Yeah. I don't think. a statue. Like a statue, maybe like a skull. Maybe like... Uh, Good. do you have any statues? Florida Lee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got that, oh. that st yep. stupid one on no, his arm. No, that looks good. See, I didn't think... <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm joking. I'm joking. Anyways, yeah, so I'm going to do that right there. You're going to really have to work out your legs. If you're going to be wearing shorts, short shorts Honestly, now... Honestly, I can't even say it's genetics because my dad has cannons for legs. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but like you also. I work my legs out twice a week. It's not enough. Your dad said you should do three times a week. My dad doesn't even fucking work out. I know, but he looks at He's your like, legs. He's like, build a house, then get some legs. That's how you get them. Maybe you need a golf. He like stands on his legs all day. My dad had legs like this before he even touched a golf club. I don't know. Construction, manual labor. I think was... it is genetics. You just got your mom's. Oh, yeah. I got my mom's yeah. little twig legs bird bones i mean for you sure. have nice legs they're just not beefy they're dainty but they're beautiful thank you anyway so that's that's, that's that yeah i'm gonna get a little uh, little little ink done it's been a while so. i have just been on a yellowstone train i am plowing through those episodes it's a good show it is i think Beth like is a boss b and rips my homie i think john like you've been trying to get me to watch her for so long but i just never was really that into it and then I don't know why recently. I well, guess we, did a new talked, season just come out? I one? think like half of season five, because I, I think Kevin Costner is going to be done after this. Costner. 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 Is it Costner? C-O-S-N-E-R. Costner. Costner. Cost. Yeah. There's a T in there? I guess so. But anyways, the reason you're more into it, we talked about this, is because you... Costner. Yeah, it right. does have a T. Yeah. It's because you're off Costner. your phone. Well, yeah, you I mean... So, you're like constantly just looking at you on your phone i'm like pay Me, attention okay you do all the time you can't even sit through a conversation without thinking about your phone okay no it's no. gotten 
bad recently. This is the I'm not only on time my phone when during... people are talking. I mean, do I get bored hearing people talk about something I don't care about? Yeah. This is the but only I'm not going to be like rude and this pick my phone up. This is the only time that we have like uninterrupted conversation. You and I. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. Mostly. You're on your phone all the time. Don't I don't even want to hear it. And if we're in a group setting, I'm never rude and pick up my phone. I'm just looking at my phone while people are talking. No. I mean, I might show in my face that I don't care what well, you're saying. Well, that's what it is. Like, if I'm hanging out with people, I'm never on my phone. But, like, like I always joke that I'm just a terrible influencer because I never get behind the scenes things. Can you not say? I hate I hate that word, influencer. Influencer? But, I mean, that's technically what we we're are. We're creators. We create okay, cool. content. But, like, definition, I guess. Influencer. Like, we're technically. We are technically influencers, I guess. But anyway, when you're with people, like it's important to be present with them. But when I'm watching shows, I think because I don't have to, I just like I, I, my attention span is not if, sure. And if then it doesn't you hold make my attention, my attention stuff. span, and I'm just like go, going onto my phone. But I'm like, that's how I was with Game of Thrones. I had to like hide my phone or like put it away while I watched it because so much is happening that you get lost so easily that. You just have to you have to pay attention 100% of the time to keep up and know what's going on. Right. So that's what I'm doing now with Yellowstone, and I'm enjoying it a lot. It's great. All the really good shows, it, I feel like you just have to commit to them, like Breaking Bad. Yeah. So slow in the beginning. You're like, oh, my God. And then later, you're like, I love it. I watched Lost. I loved Lost, and, but like it took me a little bit to get into it. I wonder how the attention span of like each generation is going to impact so entertainment though like are shows going to end up like fizzling out because less people are going to be watching them because more people are watching their phones i think there'll be short episodes i don't know like it has to be attention grabbing constantly i feel like right there's this is so random but like that love death and robots on netflix they're literally like small short films like little clips like like it's a little story but they're I don't know, five to 10 minutes. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, yeah it? you have. I showed you. It's like they sh it's like AI or like could be cartoon or like, I don't know. They're like crazy little short films. Are but they there's like, like episodic four, though? No, but there's like four or five of them together in like one episode. So it's like multiple little short films within one episode. I guess that's kind of like what YouTube does or, you know, podcasts are easy because you could do things while you're listening to them. Right. Like, I don't I think don't anyone's watching our podcast like this. I mean, maybe some people are. You think so? I don't know. But I just think like those types of shows are easier because they're meant to just be listened to. So you could do other things. I don't know. I just think that people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And what is that going to look like in the world of entertainment when people can no longer stick around? Plus, there's just so much stuff out there. I mean, not right now because of strike. No one's creating new Hopefully things. Hopefully it makes all war movies that somebody puts me in constant action or i wonder I'll watch the fuck out of that if short films are going to become you know the thing we're going to make it a thing you know we will we're going to bring it to the forefront and it's going to be all oscar worthy we did submit to like 12 film festivals somebody better like our <laughs> yeah. film i know fingers crossed we should hear back like i don't know with the up and coming months it's a whole new world that we're diving into with short films it's exciting though yeah it's interesting but for everyone that's like because we posted our teaser for the short film oh yeah go and watch it and thank you everyone for the positive responses yes. which is nice but we got a lot of comments that are like when can we see the full film right yeah and unfortunately we can't show you 
No, you could get disqualified from a lot of film festivals if you premiere it online before. Not all of them. Most of them, like, you can have it online hosted somewhere, but we just want to cover our bases and not get disqualified because this is our first time doing it. If we got disqualified, I mean, we worked our dicks off on this thing. I'd be so mad. So, yeah, you know, we have to wait a year. But it's all, like, a learning process, you know? I'm already excited to do the next one. Even though it was very tiring and exhausting, I think we know what to not do next time. Not do it by ourselves. Right. So Have a team to help us. Right. But yeah, so fun. what's it like? We can't show for a year, I think. I, I think until... I don't After know. I have the, to look the at festivals. the rules of all of them. Like I think if we get into certain ones... I honestly have no idea. Well, what I, I didn't know is them and some of them were like cannot be premiered online before. I thought we were submitting the short film for this year. I didn't know. No, that they're it, all for fest- festivals next for twenty twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So until those film festivals, I'm assuming we probably can't show up, but who knows? Anyways, but that's that's all of our updates on the film. That's that. Uh, what else? Let's see. Uh, Kobe is a spoiled little brat i like that when we bring him to the bars with us he makes it he makes me feel like we're bad parents because people are like oh and bring him water and he's chugging all this water and like he doesn't drink any water at home he has plenty of water but it's like we're not giving him enough substance at home and i'm like i swear we're not like and it's not like the walk to the bar is far it's like a six minute walk from our house <laughs> to, and, and it's not even hot out. And he gets there and it's like, this kid hasn't seen water <laughs> as if his bowl at home isn't fucking full all the way, whatever. Oh I think God. he does it because he's like, I, I'm in a I don't new place. Like, like, I don't like that you really put in my mind. I can't stop thinking about it. Like we're sitting there having a beer and we look down and Kobe's just full on laying in just the dirt and shit on the floor. And Alex goes, and then he sleeps in our bed. People love to like talk about, you know, I'm a germaphobe. I love a clean house, blah, blah, blah. Because every time I always think about the time that we posted that one skit about um, when I put the suitcase on the putting bed. the suitcase on the bed and people, people were like, that's gross, blah, blah, blah. Or like wearing your shoes in the house. Gross. All these things are gross. Your dog getting in your bed. You know, they lick their butthole. They lick your face. They're just like walking around outside, walking in your house. If you have a pet, like all these things. Sure, they're gross. But like. How else are you going to build your immune system? Like, get over it, germaphobes. Like, you got you to gotta get in the dirt and be around some nastiness sometimes. Rub your face in the dirt. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just how I justify it when I realized I was like, Kobe's laying on I all mean, these grounds. I mean, it is pretty fucking gross. And then he's, like, it. in our house and, like, we're cuddling with him and he jumps on our bed. And well, that's Well, he kind of really got gross. to a point now where he's just, like, jumping up by himself. He used to, you know... He used to wait for us a llama. Well, now he's like he's a little we, too comfortable. That's us. So like we used to be better about being like stay in your bed, Kobe. Like we don't want you to like get our bed dirty. And then it's just like he looks so sad down there by himself. What are you spoiled? He is spoiled. Anyways, I think that's all the updates. Let's we should probably get into the questions. I don't know. I feel like my update is I have just been off the train when it's just come to like gym diet we've been traveling so much i'm like all i'm thinking about is pizza right now we had pizza last night it was so good actually it was just okay it wasn't that you know what we didn't get pizza when we were in new york that was a fail it's just all i know but it's all like bread and cheese i'm like fuck i love bread and cheese i know yeah the the italian out here is not the best but i don't even want italian food since we grew up on it i'm like 
I also, we're just like getting into the fall season, so it's like time to hibernate. Oh, I'm going to tell you, I bought some pumpkin beer for you. For you. No, I, I just opened the fridge before I saw it. Thank you. It was Oktoberfest. It's not pumpkin beer, but thank you. I knew. Well, no, I didn't. You were like, does she like it? And I'm like, yeah. She I likes love Oktoberfest. But you like like Blue Moon pumpkin beer, right? No, that's like an orange. Blue Moon is an orange. No, but they have uh, like a pumpkin one or like an October one. Do they? One. I don't know. But no, there's like pumpkin which is a oh, pumpkin beer. I know beer. that one. So good. I love pumpkin beer. Is an Oktoberfest pumpkin beer from Samuel Adams? No, it's like their fall brew, but it's Oktoberfest. It's not pumpkin. This is why I don't do anything nice. Of course, no, I, I don't fucking get I mean, get I still the right appreciate thing. the gesture. I'll fucking drink it. I didn't say I didn't like it. I like I like Oktoberfest. Anyway, should we On jump to the questions? questions? Okay, first question. We or shouldn't buy each other anything. Honestly, I think we're just so bad at buying each other stuff. Speak for yourself. No. no. What? What am I bad at buying you? I just like, don't buy me clothes because nothing you get me ever fits me. Or like those, you got me like basketball shoes one Christmas. Like, have you ever seen me ball before? (laughs) (laughs) This is how I throw a basketball. That's how I throw it. You're not even supposed to throw it like that. You're supposed to like. Do John, it off your backhand. Basketball players have skinny legs. Cool. So They're also ball. six five and taller. Listen, I think it's a thought that counts. Like, but yeah, I definitely go out of my way to not buy you things more than I did in the past. Like if I'm like shopping around, I'm like, ooh, this would be cute for John. And then I choose to not get it because I'm like, it won't fit him or he won't like it for some stupid reason. Like Alex got us Odessa tickets you love them i do the amount of time i do but we're flying out the next fucking day the amount of times that you were like i would love to see them so we have to and you were so happy when you got i'm not gonna open up a gift and be like ugh. what gift would you actually like tell me just write me a check (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i think going and doing stuff and right, Odessa is one of them. But now that we have Odessa and Pond Springs, we have to drive two hours out to. Oh and then my we're God. flying the next day. It's like any it's a like lot. activity for you, you don't want to do it. And then when you do it, you're like, wow. That I think was I want to do it on my own accord, you know? Like I'm one of those, I'm like my mom. Dude, like if, if it's you my thought idea. of getting those tickets, yeah, you would be like, oh my God, Alex, this is the men. Like the reason I'm life. so pumped to go on a cruise is because it's my idea. I'm just like so over you. And then like, and then you're the type of person too who'd be like, Alex, don't get me anything because you complain about everything that I get you. What other thing I got you? Uh, oh, let's talk about the thing I got you. I got you. I've never complained. I've never. What did I get you? And you haven't even used it yet. What is it? What is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the fucking garden thing. Because I want a real garden outside. Alex, that garden. You can do all your vegetables, whatever you want, and it waters it for you. You don't have to even do anything but plant the goddamn seeds. Yeah, but we were moving. I'm happy to use that, but we were moving. I bought you something else, but I don't remember what it was, so. I bought you a recorder, and you haven't used it. Yes, just so everyone knows, Alex bought me a fucking recorder. The recorder that you used in elementary school. Hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. What am I going to do with that? You were going to, like... Be a snake charmer. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the questions. 
Let's go. John, I just, all that I'm saying is like, I'm not complaining about the things that you get me. I appreciate the gesture, but like, God forbid, it's like something that's a little bit off by hair. You're like, this is why I don't do nice things for you, Alex. Like, okay. I never said that. You just said that. Roll the tape. You just said it. You're like, and this is why I don't. No, I say we should do like things, like go on trips. Right. And go to things, which is me getting you tickets to go see Odessa. I mean, I do want to see them. I just don't feel like driving to Palm Springs. So you're just lazy. Maybe. <laughs> I'll drive us. No, you won't. You're a terrible driver. We already John, talked about it last time. You hit a parked car. Okay. And you hit every fucking curb and almost let me go into traffic holding an ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> and this episode is sponsored by DraftKings. Step into the ultimate action-packed world at DraftKings Casino. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code GIVEIT and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code GIVEIT. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Maximum $100 in casino credits, which require one times playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. All right, let's go. Questions. Okay. I was recently laid off due to my company downsizing and have mixed emotions about being unemployed for the first time in my life. I feel like I've applied to so many places and two interviews the other day went great. Being stuck waiting on responses is nerve wracking. Any advice on how to handle the stress? Stress of waiting for a job? Yeah, uh, like offer like to being come in? unemployed and like just waiting to know if you got the job. You're just going to have to keep yourself busy and so you're not sitting there just waiting for something or be proactive and just keep applying to more as hard as it is this is a season of your life so like enjoy some downtime maybe during this time get a hobby like it's all gonna work out for you just keep applying though but as long as you're putting yourself out there following up like know that it's gonna work out that's true you have all the time in the world to just fucking work that's also very easy for us to say like if you don't have savings and you're strapped it's very different, you know? Sure. So it depends, like, where you are financially. If you are okay to float for the next few weeks or whatever, don't stress about it. But, you know... You can also pick up some bullshit, like, under-the-table work. I feel like somebody always needs help doing something. If you're, if you're free and you want to make some side money, I don't think it's going to be too hard to find someone but who's... But you're also, like, doing what you're supposed to be doing. Apply for jobs and just know right. that, like, the fact that, like, you're putting yourself out there, you're applying... It will, it will work out for you. Best of luck. Next question. Next question. Next question. Me and my boyfriend have been together for eight years since I was 15 and he was 18. We bought a house last year and he recently took out a loan for what he told me was home improvements. It turns out he used it all for gambling. And then he told me he racked up an $80,000 debt. I've told him I forgive him for lying, but it's very hard for me to trust him again. He still continues to joke about gambling and I just don't know what to do or to feel what would you do? This guy doubled down. Not only did he fuck you over, he's making a joke out of it. He's making light of it. That's wild. So now you both are in debt. 
and he's put you in a terrible position. These people have no fucking common sense. Is uh, it your money? Like, I mean, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, but well, like, didn't she say it's her money? He took out a loan for what he told me was home improvements. Well, they're just, out. well, they're just dating. No, I'm just saying like, Oh, I thought it was her money. Me and my boyfriend have been together eight years since they were in their teens. We bought a house. He took out a loan. He told her it was for home improvements. He used it all for gambling. So it wasn't her money. But they could be... Listen, if they're sep separate with finance and everything, I mean, luckily, it, it doesn't involve you technically. No, but I'm saying to use this as a lesson to be like, thank God it wasn't your money. But like for future purposes, if you're going to be with this person, can you trust him with your finances as well? Because... If that was you, that would that would impact your credit, your ability to do things now down the road. Like this isn't just like, oh my God, $80,000. Like $80,000 is a lot of money to fucking put all towards gambling. And then you're missing one point. It. You also don't know if they're not completely separated with finances because are they both on the fucking house? Well, if it's his loan, though, not in her name, right? It's eighty thousand no, 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 dollars no. he's gonna owe. That's not what I'm saying, though. But they're still intertwined. Like right. if you both, right, are strapped, and it just between the two of you, you're able to. I'm, right. I'm just thinking outside the box. Like if you rely on his income to help with paying the mortgage, and him taking out that fucking loan really puts a dent in him and his finances, then that straps you, which in the long run could affect you if you're on the mortgage which can affect your credit if you have to you can't make a payment you know what i'm saying so like it, that's why i said is if everything's separate that's one thing but if you have anything kind of together that's a problem uh i don't know to be this is something that you guys are gonna have to again i know that everyone jokes that we're like just bring out your boyfriend i just think that this is a big red flag that you're gonna have to work through whether he gets help for gambling or seeks advice on how to work through his financial problems, like this can cause a huge issue down the road. So I wouldn't just like. Maybe he makes good money. And if he's making a joke out of it, maybe he's like, fuck it, it's 80 grand. I could pay this off. Like, I don't know. We don't I mean, know. Do you have the money to, if it's a loan. So or I'm are you deflecting not. because you like know you're fucked? I don't, you know, I don't know how he's, we don't know his financial situation. So what would you do? I mean, the first thing is damage control. See what's up. If you guys are both on the mortgage, like that could be a problem. And just see financially where you guys stand, you know, make a plan. It's really on him, right? It is on him. And let me back up. If everything is separated, it's not your problem. It's his. I mean, if you have something intertwined together financially, then it is your problem too. Then you guys need to come up with a plan. I mean, he has a problem himself, but I, my, my first priority is like, am I about to be fucked here? Right. But when you're dating this person, it's a problem in your relationship because like you're, you're likely going to combine your finances or have a joint Not expenses right. down the road. What are you going to do? Not no, 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 no. That's down the road. Damage control right now is your financial situation. The relationship is second. That's how I think. Cause I'm like, are we... Am I fucked here also? Yeah, like make sure that your finances are in order and then worry about your relationship and being like, is this an actual problem? What can we do to fix it? If you're not willing to change, mm, right. cross that bridge when you get there. Next question. 
Sometimes I just want to be alone or just with my husband after a long week or day of work. My husband thinks I don't have enough friends and tries to encourage my friends, wives, and or girlfriends to hang out and ask them what they think of me, why we don't make plans, etc. He doesn't understand that they just aren't my people. Am I the asshole for choosing me, my time, over constantly hanging out with someone and being annoyed that he's trying to make friends for me? No, I mean, you, you have your own life to live. I get where he's coming from with... I'm sure he wants to have that camaraderie of like those couple friends. Like if he's have he has his friends and he wants you to be friends with their wives so you can all do stuff together. Right. I mean, I think there's a little give and take there. I think be a little more open to it because like those are his friends. But he also needs to be aware of like you're you wanting to have your own space and do your own thing. Because I, I think one's gonna be always more extroverted than the other. Right. Too. But I think like if you have expressed to him like mm, I have no friends, like maybe that that's where he's trying to mm. fill in and like help. Because like I've done that too with you, where I'm like, oh my god, but like my friend's husband or my friend's boyfriend, and you're like, okay, but I don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> you do that all the time, and so I just think like it's not coming from a bad place, like, but you have to express to him that you don't want him to overstep and like do those things, right? Because I've had to learn like that. Well, the hard I mean, way. you can't force a fucking relationship. No. And not everyone's going to be friends with other people. I don't know. I think friendships just have to happen naturally. Yeah. You know? I agree. I agree. Okay. Next question. I currently run two businesses. One is a little more seasonal, but the other is year round with various busy seasons. My husband recently started working with me as his full-time job so that he can handle more of the load when I'm busy with my seasonal business. Now we are together all the time, which we both love. However, we feel as though we are constantly together, but never spending any quality time together. The evening is full of our children's activities, our hobbies, and volunteer duties. Any advice to help us feel like we're getting more quality time, even though we are already constantly together? Wow. The perfect people to ask us although we don't have kids so yeah but there's such like a i think we lose sight of that we're like well we are together all the time mm -hmm. and we then we go and meet our friends out and do stuff with them but we don't normally do stuff just the two of us we, like we always have to remind ourselves to take intentional me time for each other because otherwise it's like we get annoyed with each other or just like not necessarily annoyed but yes annoyed like just from spending so much time with one another during work that it's just always time spent for work and never intentional time spent like on a vacation or outside of other people and friends. And so I think it's just making sure that you guys have that scheduled time and being intentional about planning something for the week ahead or whatever. It's also hard to juggle like time, like intentional time between the two of us and also like having our own me time too. Mm -hmm. Because like, I, I think we both need that to like disengage a little bit. Yeah. I almost feel like, I need that first, like say in our day, we're working, then I would like to have like disengage me time and then come back together right. kind of thing. I would try to structure it that way too, because I think it would, it would just blend too much. If you're like, oh, we're doing all this. And then right when we're done working, then we jump into like just the two of us doing something. I mean, at least for me, that's how it, it works. Right. Well, it's also hard to turn your brain off. Like as much as when you're working with one another, you think that you could just leave work at home you can't like you bring it out to you know your date night when you're at dinner like you could set boundaries and be like well we're not going to talk about work right now but it is really 
challenging. But I would say, again, just making sure that you're going out of your way to schedule something, like put it on the calendar and be like, or even if it's just dinner and say like no conversation about work, no phones, whatever that looks like. But it is tough. But then you got into a groove and, you know. Yeah, consistency is key. Just keep doing it. And just a reminder, this week's podcast is sponsored by DraftKings. Don't forget to step into the ultimate action-packed world at DraftKings Casino. Play all-time favorites like blackjack, roulette, and slots. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing for a full suite of games. Play online, on your time, in your space, and within your means. Calling all new customers, dive in with a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up using promo code GIVEIT. It's your ticket to the $100 deposit match. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code GIVEIT and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code GIVEIT. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available. For problems gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted-in new customer, minimum $5 deposit, maximum match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. Seize terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice restrictions apply. Next question. I'm living abroad for my partner's job. He has an avoidant attachment style and I have an anxious attachment style, both from previous trauma. I'm deciding whether or not to stay longer and want him to tell me that he really wants me to stay and is committed to me. He's scared of putting pressure on me and just wants me to do what's best for me and doesn't want the responsibility if the relationship doesn't work out. I feel like I have too much responsibility for a decision that affects our relationship and I'm scared of staying with someone who has such a fear of commitment, but I don't want to break up and it's hard because his doubts hurt me. I've learned a lot about his attachment style and trauma, so I also understand what should I do. What was the first part of this? They <laughs> they live together or he lives somewhere f- away from her? She's living abroad for her partner's job. So they live together abroad. Yes. And she's deciding whether to stay, if she should stay longer. Basically, neither of them, like she wants him to say that she he wants her to stay. But he's like, I don't want to. Let's look at the, let's look at if you don't say anything. So if you don't. Let's just play this out. If you don't say anything, then you are going to be alone <laughs> and back where the fuck you came from. So what you want, what you're telling us what you want is for him to say this. But you already said this guy has something with avoiding something, <laughs> whatever. So he's fucking not going to. So you know what you have to do. Fucking say something. What's the worst that could happen? He says no. I think that this is just one of those cases of like, I'm too afraid to bring it up, like because of your previous like past about probably other conversations that you've had with partners. I don't fucking know. Communicate. You have to. If you cannot learn how to communicate, you are doomed for failure. Again, that's very black and white, but like you just have to learn. You can't be 
afraid of what your partner's going to think or what they're going to say. You have to be able to be honest with them. I mean, who else are you going to communicate with? You're in a different fucking country. Right. Do you know other people? Is this the sole person you know, but you're scared to have this fucking conversation? Like, what I'm else? Not like, I'm not like talking shit about this person. I'm just saying like... You have to get over the you, fear like, of having a hard conversation. Right. When you write this question to us, just read it out loud to yourself once and be like, oh, I know what I have to do. Well, I have to have the conversation. Maybe that works for some people, but some people just need to hear it from strangers on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Hey, you miss all the shots you don't shoot. I, I, don't, I don't think that. Baller. Okay. Baller. And that's why I bought you those high tops once. It's because if they give me like five extra sport. inches, you know that you could put like inserts into your shoes. Doctor Souls, Souls. No, like lift <laughs> inserts. I hear, I hear Goo laughing. I, I'm, I'm assuming I said that wrong. Is it Schultz? Schultz, Doctor Schultz. But I think Schultz. Wow, we're really butchering all the names today. I don't know. Come we both agree. We're both on the same page that you need to say something to this person. You literally, like, if you don't say something to him now, you're never going to have the chance. If you're going to leave. And you're both doing this dance about, like, not stepping over the other person's boundaries because of your past traumas and avoidance styles and attachment styles. Like, get over it. If you want to, like, move forward together, you guys have to be able to be on the same page and have hard conversations. Like uh, about Somebody sent me a message, by the way, kind of correlates to this, Al. They were like, we said something about, like, don't bring past like baggage into a new relationship mm. and she wanted me to elaborate on that like past you know stuff that happened to him which makes them not want to like be trustworthy in a new relationship whatever and it kind of goes with this when they're talking about past traumas of what was her thing and his thing it's avoidance like just attachment style it's just like you have to go in to a, a relationship clean slate you can't have like i mean yeah you're gonna have your guard up a little bit but if you're already going into it with some sort of issues, I feel like it's going to reduce the chance of success in a relationship, you know? Well, I think you also, it's easy to assume that something that happened in your past relationship is going to be carried over or like that all people are the same, but they're not. Like everyone all has past issues and they're all, everyone's different. I don't know. Whatever. I just think it kind of sets it up for failure if you have all these like contingencies or worries before jumping into something because then that makes me feel like maybe you're not ready for a relationship yet if you have those concerns like maybe you need to just work on yourself mm -hmm. first to make you feel more confident and overcome those issues before moving on to because that's not fair to the person either the new person and that's my two cents good job love dr john love dr john and john the baller Baller. Now featured. Shot caller. On ESPN. Something, something. Next question. My husband and I have been married for four years. We have five children and one between the two of us. For a gift, I got him an Ancestry DNA kit. And when we did it, we found out a huge family secret. My grandfather cheated on my grandmother. With Someone's getting burned. Fuck the test. Someone is always going to get burned in the lineage. And... You know what? Somebody that's not even involved with this gift. Uh, poor grandpa. <laughs> Just wait. Also, we have to take one. Nope. What if? What if what? What if we're? What if we're? What if 
we're cousins. I know. Who knows? Everyone thinks we are. Well, they think we're brother sister. At least we know we're not brother sister. Well, I don't know. Maybe. We could be cousins. Who knows? We could. Maybe what our up, parents cause? are lying to us. All right. Let me finish this question. Let me read it again because I feel like now I was disturbed by you. My husband and I have been married for four years. We have five children and one between the two of us. For a gift, I got him an ancestry DNA kit. And when we did it, we found out a huge family secret. My grandfather cheated on my grandmother with my husband's grandmother and found out my husband's mother is my grandfather's child. I feel like I need a diagram because I'm so confused. Wait, so okay. everyone's related. Grandfather, her grandpa cheated, cheated. on her grandma with, with her, her husband's <laughs> with her husband's grandma. It doesn't matter. They're all having sex with each other. So she found out Eternal that her family thing husband's mom is her grandfather's child her husband's mom because of the cheating yes wow so they got pregnant oh not only was he cheating but okay well that's i guess how you found out okay so she is my father's half sister and my half aunt which means my husband is actually my cousin we thought this can't be. We spoke to my grandfather and he admitted that it was all true. We both got so weirded out, but what are we supposed to do? We are in love and we have a family. Should we bury this secret deep down? Should we let the family know? Hey. What if people judge us for being together? I mean, I don't really care, but it would definitely change our family dynamic. I mean, you, didn't, you didn't fucking know. It's not on you. It's like that documentary of the doctor who was like using his own sperm to impregnate all the women at his IVF clinic. And then all these people in the area were actually related and they didn't know. And like siblings, half siblings were getting married and having babies because they didn't know. They thought that they were from their dad's seed, but really it was all from this doctor. Not that your grandpa was doing that, but basically, and your grandpa is a fucking idiot because he's the one who caused this mess he, he did cause all of the problems now. yeah this is your grandpa's fault is it you his, said is you it, felt bad for grandpa right and it's grandpa's fault i don't know if i blame grandpa or i uh blame ancestry.com or you can blame your husband's grandma because she be <laughs> a hoe Gra grandma and grandpa from both your sides doing <laughs> look at it for face value you don't know maybe they're just a big orgy family you don't know Maybe also, they're all enjoying each other's company. Okay, like, listen, it could be worse. He could have been your sibling. At least he's just your cousin. Oof. <laughs> that could have gotten worse. That's what I mean. Like, it could have been, he could have been your half-sibling. At least, like, you're just cousins. I know everyone says all we do is cheating <laughs> questions. Does this count as a cheating question or more of, like, a dilemma of... I mean, again, to be fair, you guys didn't know. What's done is done. You have a baby together. You love each other. Like, what would you do if we found out that we were cousins? <laughs> I would make a story. I'd make a public announcement and be the like, guys, everything you said was right. Was true. We are related. But the thing is, though, like, we don't have kids. So, like, if we decided that we were like, this is too weird, like, that would be more acceptable. Would you, would you leave me? We already fucked. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> what? What else? What else would, you know, be different? It's too late. And we're married. What if, okay, what if we were just back in our dating 
and but we were like madly in love but we were just dating and then we found out what would it be like if we were dating i just feel like i don't know that i would be able to move past it now that we're married it's too com- we're too committed now i think i would just have to like bury it but also what i found out too in some cultures first cousins would you and i be first cousins uh i guess not because you're not from like our parents if we're already married second cousins i could probably look passive i don't know first cousins i don't know yeah that, that's what i'm saying like no i don't, I don't so. know but again if so we, we were, were married di- so but, we would divorce okay. each other right now if we found out we no, were no, first no, cousins but if we were married and we had kid a kid and we had a family I think I would just have to bury it and pretend like no one and be like, oh, wow. We'd have an open relationship. Also, I will say that like in cultures, I don't know how often it happens today. Like it was normal for cousins to get married, like keeping it in the family. Game of Thrones. Like it was something that people traditionally did back then. And so no comment. You didn't do it by choice. You just didn't know. Next question. I would like your opinion on the matter of expectations in a relationship. When do you draw the line of, am I asking for too much or I definitely deserve better? I've been dating a wonderful man for six months and I'm so in love, but the thing is that I'm a giver. Sometimes I give way too much and I do a lot of love gestures for him, like buying his favorite dessert, making him letters, or leaving notes around his apartment. These are just cute things and I do them out of love, but I would be lying if I said I don't want something in return. When he doesn't do as many things as I do, I feel bad and maybe he's not the person for me and maybe someone out there will will do those things I do. What do you guys think? Maybe the guy would do it in the beginning. but Speaking of our gift-giving languages, I think you need to read cool love well guess what i was actually talking first so um i feel like uh they might do it in the beginning but i think it would definitely fizzle out later after the honeymoon phase wow john great advice i think well that everyone- I, what i'm getting with that is saying like sure somebody might do it in the beginning but like is it gonna be as much as you're doing all the time i fucking doubt it you all everyone has a different way of being loved and giving love and receiving love and so that's why i was saying like dive into the love languages book like what is his way that he likes to give love and how does he like to receive love like maybe that's how you like it and appreciate it and like but maybe he doesn't know that or wants to like there's there's got to be some compromise he there. Needs, yeah, he needs to accommodate to what, what you want. Cuz but- if it's not natural to him, like he's not just going to naturally be like spoiling you with things either. What she's doing is like we're going to have a housewarming party and everyone that's invited better say thank you at the end of the night and tell me how good of a party it was because I worked so hard on the party. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't have a party to have people shower you with like gifts and compliments. Like you're doing it just to, cause you want to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you need like the reassurance or the recognition? Okay, at the end I of- get now what you're saying. What is your intention behind doing something? Because that was the worst analogy <laughs> I've ever heard. I'm like, this is how, but I you get, get it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like what your intention of doing something like you can't give someone something with the intention that they're going to give it back or like, or not the intention, but like with the expectation that they're going to reciprocate, you have to do it out of the goodness of your heart because that's what you want to do to give them. You know, you can't expect anything from other people. So it's about the intention behind it. I get what you're saying. Thank you for breaking it down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why you're my partner. Because we make a great team. That's right. I just think that you do need to be loved in the way that you feel loved 
but you guys have to figure out what that looks like for each other. Because even though you think that you might be doing these grand gestures or these little gestures for him, maybe he actually doesn't even care, you know, like maybe it's not tickling his pickle in the way that you think that it would because that's not his love language and so i'm telling you right now as a fucking guy too like i can't read your mind tell me tell me what you want like if you're just assuming he's gonna pick up on it i fucking doubt it so just say something but it's also one of those things that like you, you this know is, okay this is like we're, be self-aware no, no, this is where we got a bunch of flack on an older episode where i was like alex i can't read your mind like tell me what you want like as far as around the house or whatever. Remember? Because it's a mental load thing, but being loved, I don't think is as much as of a mental load, but yeah, like you're not a mind reader, but at the same time, like I sure, also don't yeah. want to teach you things that you no, should know. But like being self-aware is one thing, obviously. Like right. if I see you constantly giving, like I should be self-aware enough to be like, I need to reciprocate that. But like specifics, I don't know necessarily. Like, I think maybe just give a little guidance in the direction of what you want. Like, there's nothing wrong with that mental load, like whatever, just like fucking say it. Is it that big of a deal? Cause then you can move on from that. And then you both are aligned. Like communicating doesn't need to be so complicated, but Okay, mental load when it comes to like doing things around the house is different than like how you need to be loved. Again, like people aren't just it's gonna still assume... expressing something that you need though. Commun just communicate. I really want to fight this mental load thing, but I'm not going Why? to. Why? Because you don't believe that like the mental load is a thing? Explain it to me real quick. So like if I'm doing things around the house and you're saying, Alex, how can I help? What can I do for you? Without looking at the house, like you are an equal contributor to what needs to be done. That's like a mental load on me that I even have to decide what can you do to help me? Like it's decision fatigue. Like I shouldn't have to go out of my way to think like, okay, what can John do? Like making a grocery list. Like you also eat food at our house. You know what we need, you know? So it's like, why should one person in a relationship carry the mental load when you're both contributing to the things that need to be done? Does that make sense? Yes. I think there's things that are overlooked though. Like you look at cleaning, for example, basic cleaning, vacuuming, dishwasher, laundry, whatever. Those basic things, no problem. I got it. I see it. I'm aware of it. Things I don't think of, dusting or like organizing the glasses in a certain fucking way. I don't know. Like little things like that. I would never think in a million years to do those things. And those are things... I'm giving examples. This is nothing we've ever even talked about. I was going to say, I've never. No, 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 no. I know. <laughs> but, but, it, but you know what I'm saying? Like those kind of things, if for a partner to get mad at, it's like, well, of some course. I would never think of. Or, but I think like those little things are where like you do have to communicate and over communicate and then like compromise, like what makes sense. Like there's always going to be growing pains in a relationship, right. transition periods, like seasons of your relationship. But like, that's why you have to communicate because if you are carrying the mental load, what does that look like? Is it, is it justified? Is it not? You know what I mean? Like, it's just all a balance. <laughs> that's Good. life. I'm glad you broke that down. Cause I was like, I don't, before I battle this, I need to know exactly what it means. But I get what you mean about like, okay, but then the nitty gritty of like folding something a certain way. It's like, okay, like, I don't know. Right. Okay. Next question. 
Last Thanksgiving, my now ex-boyfriend came to my parents' house to celebrate the holiday. He arrived in the morning on Thanksgiving Day, and while we were chatting with my parents, my dad was randomly talking about how he knew he wanted to marry my mom. My dad then made a racist comment in front of my Mexican boyfriend. He said a statement that was inappropriate. And then she said, my mom, sister, and myself were all shocked and upset that he said that. And my ex was surprised and I could tell he was so uncomfortable. My dad and mom immediately apologized to my ex for the comment, but my ex did not accept the apology. My ex said that for my dad to have said that word, that it must have been in his vocabulary and was upset by the situation. In my family and I's opinion, and in defense of my dad, my dad immediately apologized. Plus, my dad's comment had nothing to do with my ex or his family because it was related to my mom. My ex believes we were gaslighting him because we were saying that since the comment was about my mom, then he shouldn't be offended by it. After a month, my ex still wouldn't accept my dad's apology, and it seemed like he didn't want to move forward with my dad, so we broke up. We had other relationship issues, but I felt like if my parents and my boyfriend didn't like each other, then a relationship wouldn't work. We've been talking again on and off since the breakup, and he still doesn't accept my dad's apology. Am I the asshole for saying he shouldn't be upset just because the comment wasn't directed at him? Uh, yeah, I would say, I would say you're kind of in the wrong. I mean, I just don't think that there's really again, it's a not way. A, it's not on you. You're not going to be able to change his mind, and he has the right to be upset. You know, and I th personally think that to ha have a strain in a relationship when it's between your significant other and your parents, like that makes it tough to actually have a strong relationship with that person anyway. So you're going to be fighting an uphill battle from there. Your boyfriend is justified in feeling the way that he can feel. Honestly, I think if he doesn't want to be in the relationship, if he feels some type of way, like I get it. You know, I, I also would feel uncomfortable feeling like someone said something derogatory about like me and my, something that I can't change about who I am. No, like I would have issues if I was him. I get like you feeling like you want to defend your family because it wasn't like meant to be a negative way, but like, uh, uh, I don't know. I just think that like, it's a dangerous, I wouldn't, uh, I don't know. I would, if, if this was my family, I wouldn't be able to, I couldn't defend them at all. You know, I'd be like, that was inappropriate. Like your parents tried to apologize. And I think that that's great that they owned up to their mistakes, but now like leave it at that. The second that you put a butt and say, but it wasn't, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, take your licks. Like, exactly. Take your licks and move on. Right. Like, you cannot come back from that. Like, own up to what you did. Be self-aware. Sit in that apology. Sit in that awkwardness. But the, the second that you try to make excuses as to why they shouldn't, he shouldn't feel upset or as to why he should feel some type of way or why he should forgive your dad, no. So. I think your boyfriend, like, what you wrote in there brought up a good point. Like, the fact that he has that in his vocabulary. Like, we're not going to say the statement that was made, but, like, it's it's pretty derogatory and like to to make that statement and the way he made that statement is pretty aggressive and it wasn't you who said it it's it's unfortunate that this has now caused a riff obviously you guys aren't together anymore but i don't think that you can accept or i don't think that you can expect your boyfriend or ex-boyfriend to come around you know with a statement that was made so I don't think that you're an asshole, but I do think that you're an asshole for trying to justify something that you can't go back and justify. It j Listen, it just comes down to like anyone saying anything fucked up about someone else's culture or religion or race or whatever. Like there's no fucking space for that. Like just mind your goddamn business. 
shut the fuck up. Don't talk about other people like that. Be offended and upset when like that statement is made because you can't just retract that. So yeah, you're done with that person. I wouldn't say that you're done with that person. I would say that you have to give your boyfriend time to forgive you. You can't expect him. Ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend time to come around if he wants to you can't then hold negative feelings towards him for feeling the way that he feels he's justified in his feelings i leave the fucking guy alone what's done is done like i said lick lick your wounds move on because like just leave the guy alone if he wants to be left alone but if he forgives her he can he could do that if he wants well next question i'm saying no you could say whatever i'm saying like close this door and move yes, on like she can't do anything about it but like if he did he say that he's like peace out Listen, he's obviously talking to her well he needs to write in <laughs> okay maybe he will okay next question this is a good one i gotta also give a shout out to goo he's been pulling our questions and he's doing amazing we give him enough words of affirmation okay well this is a good one okay next question <laughs> john and that's your love language how fucking dare you yeah, John, we the just constantly give shit talker. We constantly give Goo words of affirmation just so he doesn't quit because, like, I don't want to edit any of this. Oh so. my God. Next question. I fucked up and I know I'm the asshole here. I made a very small oversight and now have a fairly large problem on my hands. So my father-in-law passed away. John, I need you 100% paying attention here. You're looking around. I am. Take your shirt off if you're hot. How the are people you not, will love it. How are you not hot right now wearing a fucking I don't, sweatshirt? Like, I don't know. What did you These eat? goddamn you lights. sweats? They're LEDs. Or gosh darn. Gosh darn. Heat. So sorry, I don't get oh, fucking Oh, now is why. Now is when you don't want to curse. These gosh darn headlights. Whatever lights are. They're so warm. Oh my God, get there. <laughs> Land this plane. <laughs> Mm. all right me and my dad whatever keep going (laughs) you don't even know you weren't even listening pay attention i need a haircut do you need the fan well we can't because we'll fuck up the audio just get situated go get Situated. situated i fucked up and i know i'm the asshole here i made a very small oversight and now have a fairly large problem on my hands so my father in law passed away years ago and to put it bluntly he was a terrible human being He serial cheated on my mother-in-law, abused prescription drugs, was emotionally and physically abusive to my wife and her family, and was generally not a pleasant person to be around. He took his own life during a manic episode involving drugs, which threw their entire family into turmoil. He is the sole reason why my entire family health insurance deductible goes towards my wife's mental health care each year. My wife and in-laws may disagree with me, but our lives are much better off with him being gone. So my wife and I completed a remodel of our house earlier this year. As we progressed with the remodel, our basement became the holding space for all the stuff we wanted to get rid of. When we finished the rest of the house, we hired a crew to remove the junk and gut the basement before we remodeled it. My wife knew this and knew that at some point the basement was going to be gutted. Unbeknownst to me, my wife had put my late father-in-law's cremated ashes in the basement. Because I was not aware of this, his ashes were thrown in the dumpster with all the other junk we had we had down there. Sounds about right. This was brought to my attention because nearly a decade after his death, my mother-in-law decided to purchase a grave marker and now wants to bury my father-in-law's ashes 
in a family cemetery plot. My wife told me this and asked where her dad's ashes were placed after we gutted and remodeled the basement. And in that moment, I discovered that I had fucked up by not looking in the basement for anything important before telling the demolition crew to chuck it all in the dumpster. Now that my mother-in-law has randomly decided to create a grave, my wife is ready to get his ashes buried. At that moment, I didn't have the heart to tell her what I realized. So I told her that they were most likely in our storage unit across town with all the other stuff we didn't want damaged during the remodel. So the way I see it, I have three options and they all suck. Option one, come clean and brace for impact. There's a chance she will accept that she was the one who put the ashes there without telling me, but it's not likely. Option two, stage a fake break-in at the storage unit and tell her that the boxes ashes were in was one of the things stolen. I'm talking about me and a few friends dressed in all black, go after dark in a rental van with no license plates, ransack the place and make some things disappear. 90% of the stuff in that storage unit is stuff of mine that my wife doesn't want at the house anyways, so it's not likely she will be pursuing it. Option three, buy a duplicate urn, fill it with... <laughs> Fill it with a blend of concrete mix and campfire ashes. Let my in-laws bury it in the plot and keep that secret until death. I'm really leaning towards option three at this point. What are y'all's thoughts? I was I was going to cut the, your question off and say that. Just to option get three. fake ashes? Option two would be awesome, though. If you got some ride-or-die friends, that'd be cool. My, my question is... Like, why can't it have just been lost in the move? Like, you have a renovation going on. Who's to say that, like, someone just didn't accidentally throw it out? You both are looking for it. You didn't know. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, but just lie and for her mental health. White lie. It's a great no, white that's lie. that's my point. It's like, he knows that these ashes are gone, but, like, they actually were lost. And, and like, if they were that important to her, why would she have them in the basement anyway? I'm going to look at more at this guy's for his mental health. Be like... Are you able to keep this buried for the rest of your life? You know, I couldn't even keep that. I hit the the tire rim into a curb. No, but seriously, like I think you finding some bullshit ashes to put in there because they don't fucking they won't know the difference. This guy was a piece of shit. So like, fuck him. Who cares about that guy? But like for you, I think you're doing the right thing by like, think about your wife's mental health. It's his wife, right? Mm -hmm. She's already seeing a therapist she's already going through all this stuff like i think she'd take a massive step back she found out that you lost her dad's ashes i just i i don't know i just don't think it's your responsibility to like have even lost them in the first place so i would just go on the i'd be like well we'll find them where are they you have no idea you You're know what saying i mean no, why wouldn't you want him to to just get some fake ashes and put it in an urn because that's like an actual like a legit lie that like potentially you could get caught for what are the odds that you're going to actually like how find are they going to get caught they're going to be like oh that doesn't look like him like how the fuck would they was know was it in an urn like how do you like yeah, my point is like if it was that important to her she would have known to like why would you keep it in the basement there if like you'd really who cares like the bottom line is she wants it now you know what's best for your wife's mental health but for your mental health you better you have to bury that are you going to be cool bearing that the rest of your life until you think she's strong enough to realize that it's not real. I'm just thinking for us, we're going through a remodel right now. Our house is trash. If, if I started looking for something that was in our house during the remodel and couldn't find it, I wouldn't think twice about what you did. Is it about a person's ashes? But that's what my, if it was something that's important to me, like, let's say, uh, I don't know the Peloton. It's a huge thing that I'm like, it's at our house. But like, if it went missing, I would notice it. But like, 
the fact is the fact that you're trying to compare the Peloton to <laughs> okay. someone's but like, bodily to ashes. Me, I'm like, if it was that important that I didn't want it missing, I would have brought it here. But like for me, I, I, I mean, if it was missing, I would. What, what would you do? Just say, what would you do? What do you, this whole like story? I what would, would understand. You do? I would understand. I'd be like, oh, it got lost. I mean, a Peloton's harder than like a. No, no, no. You're not the wife. Lost. You're in his position. What are you going to do? I would just be like, I don't know where it is. Like, where did you put it? Like, it got lost. Oh, nice. So you're going to turn this around on your mentally distraught wife and blame her for the ashes. I just don't think it's your fault. Wow. I don't think it's really your fault. Man, I, you're making me look so fucking good right now. I am. <laughs> I just I don't think it's your a, fault. I am a. I am a fucking superhero right now. Superhero John. I just think you're putting a lot of the, the blame rescue. on yourself, whereas it shouldn't be. They should have been protected listen, somewhere else. Also, why didn't the mother have them? Why did the daughter have them? Listen, guy. Don't listen to Al. Listen to me. Buy an urn, matching. Throw some dirt in there and be like, I found it. Bury it deep in, and just know that you're doing the Lord's work. You are. But unfortunately. He's not in heaven. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the husband, the, the, the dad. Yeah. No, the dad's not. Right. So but, who cares? But you're going to go to heaven. You're going to go to this pearly gates for, uh, you know, being considerate of your wife's feelings. I just think that out of sight, out of mind, this isn't your fault. No one cared about the ashes before. And I'd be like, I don't know where they are. If it was in so important to your family, you could have kept it. I can't believe. On them. Dude, they should I have put an wait. air tag on them. Like I'm, how do you, like, well, what are you supposed to do? We're going to put, we're going to make this a short and I'm putting this on Instagram and I'm just going to watch everyone just destroy you. <laughs> but you're going to do it without context. I guarantee you. And you're going to leave out the fact that the stepdad or whatever, the father-in-law was a piece of shit and that. Oh, I'm going to make myself this... look like the gift to this world for sure. And that's on being selfish, Sean, because you know that there's two sides to every story and there's a reason. Like if this was, if this was me and I like lost the ashes, you'd be like, well, you should get better track of them, Alex. You lose everything. That's you. Yeah. Well, you're not mentally distraught. I mean, I'm in therapy. I'm distraught. Okay. Again, I'm not, I'm not minimizing what your wife is going through, but what I'm saying is listen, what's done is done. We, we, you have what you, we don't need a conclusion. (laughs) Listen to me. I'm right. Don't listen to Alex. She's wrong. Moving sure. on. Next question. I need an update on this. Honestly, also, if anyone has updates on the advice that we've given you or any situations, write into our email and write update with like whatever episode we read your question on. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good idea. That way it could stay organized. Otherwise, people have like, been asking ah, us, like, does anyone give us yeah. updates? And I know they probably do, but it's, again, we yeah, get you thousands guys have of updates. questions. I don't. I need and to this see. is one that I want an update on. Yeah. What do you do in this situation? Well, keep us posted because I'm very curious about how that goes down. I already know I'm right. But if you do option two, I think you that just would have be to like, epic. You're just like, mm, what happened? <laughs> what cool. happened? Good, good uh, ending statement, Al. <laughs> so let's run into our icks. My ick. I don't even know if I said this before in the last one, but it's still coming up a lot. My ick is you wanted me to feed you. Did I say that before? Yeah. Because again. You keep doing it. Now it's like a thing and it's awkward. You keep making it sound like I'm like sitting at the table with you're a not babe a, in you're my. You're not a baby. You're like. Ugh. John, when you bring over a treat like and it's literally a one single bite. Put it in your hand. It's put a it one single bite chocolate. Like, of course, I'm just going to go. Ah, like, just put it in my mouth. No, it's so weird. But now like you've made it a thing that like I've made it a thing. Like I only 
go out of my way because I know it annoys you no, now. You don't. Because I know that no, like, now. No, you're subconsciously like, doing it. I'm like, hey, do you want something? You just do this. You go. <laughs> just, you lean back too. Like, again, if you came over with a plate, put it on a plate next time. When you come over with something in your hand, why would I, like I, my, my point was last time, why would I dirty my hand up? Your hand's already like covered in chocolate. Just stick it in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not like a baby bird, John. That's what it feels like. Next, you're going to want me to chew it up into a bolus and drop it into your mouth. Maybe it's a kink that I have that I haven't told you about that I want you to feed me. So what if I said that? Then I'm like, I like to be fed by you. Are you naked? And it turns me on. <laughs> okay, sure. If you're naked. No, but like. But if I'm... you're fully clothed and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm ramping up to it. Keep feeding me. <laughs> That's, it's called, what is it called? Foreplay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's my egg. My ick is, uh, get ready for this one, guys. John wanted to go to Burning Man. He said, whoa, Alex, look at this cool rager. And he said, I want to go to that. And I said, Burning Man? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I've never heard of it. And I'm like, you've never heard of Burning Man? And then what happens at Burning Man this year? Monsoon. And everyone's stuck. And I'm, I'm, I feel bad for the people who are actually going through it because I think someone has passed. But... You actually thought that you, like you would do well at Burning Man. Like you being the type <laughs> of person at Burning Man, I would just go, just go next year and I, just face everyone would be, there. Everyone would be and catching these hands. You would fucking hate everything about Burning Man. You can't even get comfortable sitting in, an, in a well AC, no dust environment. And you think that you would... Enjoy Do you burning man. the chair I'm sitting in versus the chair you're sitting you in? You also could sit in this chair. You said that that's more comfortable. <sighs> we started in both that's these right. chairs, no, motherfucker. Right. Like, keep coming, John. Keep coming. Like, oh, I, oh, I remember this shit. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I wish. Oh, okay. Is that it? That's you have it. nothing to say about like why you wanted to go to Burning oh, man, man? I'm glad I'm not there now. It looks horrible. <laughs> but even then, like, I didn't know there's no, like, running water and shit. I guess you're on the fucking desert. Is there, you like, just, a... like, did you just want to go to dress up to, like, take your shirt off? That's definitely why. You're like, oh, it looks like Mad Max. I got to take my shirt off and wear goggles. And I'm going to look hot. That's why you wanted to go. Okay. To dress up in a costume. Yep, that's it. That's why it. did you want to go? Maybe I wanted to take ayahuasca, ayahuasca and just fucking lose my marbles. Again, you also can't smoke weed without even getting anxiety. <laughs> Best of luck. Uh, you know, I'm going to just do something crazy. You once. should. I'm going to do something crazy and you're not invited. No, I'm going to do John, something like, like. The thing is, like, I try to get you out of your comfort zone by, like, doing things. But you. But you I'm don't... always out of my comfort zone. My whole how long we've we been together? Six years. But like, it's been a constant. But, but you fight so hard experience. against it that like, I think that like one day you will snap and you'll be like, "I'm a burner man," and you're gonna go to Burning Man and you're gonna be on the fucking top of the Burning Man, just sure. like leading the group one day. And I feel like I used to. I'm gonna I used take to be, ayahuasca and I'm gonna end up changing my name to like Sailor Moon or something. Sailor Moon, and I'm gonna be like, I used to know that man, and we're cousins. <laughs> <laughs> And now, I don't know. <laughs> and I had to divorce him. Not because of this, but because we were cousins. <laughs> On that note, 
Let's read a review. Uh, now I'm sweating. I like that turnaround. That was good. I know. That's called comedy, John. Surprised I like it. <laughs> Five so, so stars shocked. from Rocky11. I honestly was not a fan of their TikTok videos and reels, but videos with clips of the podcast started appearing in my FYP, and I decided to listen because I was intrigued by the clip. It worked. Now I am hooked. Great work. Great podcast. Wow. That's great interesting. Turnaround. I wonder how many people like hate our skits and like our podcast or vice versa, like hate our podcast and like our skits. Who knows? Mm. We can't please we everyone. We just have like a... Or I mean, anyone. That's the thing about, we just have what? So we can't please everyone or anyone. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. We're not pleasing anyone. Did you hear my stomach growling? I'm starving. Whoa. Me too. Anyways, guys, like, subscribe, email, email. comment. Also, I saw some people messaging in the comments because people are like, where do I find the podcast? And they're like, you go to YouTube and you type in, give it to me straight podcast. Wow, John. So I like that you guys are doing your homework. I saw it and I appreciate it. Keep telling those motherfuckers where it is. Get them, John. Get them. And give us those five stars. You know, I love it. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to email us, you can reach us at hello, give it to me, straight podcast.com. Why do you, time out, time out. Why do you do it like that? Hello, everyone knows what it is. I don't. Hello at give it to me, straight podcast.com. What's that for? To write questions in. If you want, or you could click the anonymous link in our email. Because if you're emailing us from, from that email, like, it's attached to your email. I didn't fucking know that. If you want to email us anonymously, just go to I our mean, website. either way, we're not going to say who you are on the podcast. True. So. We've never said a name. And then you can also find us on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. Why That's did it. you whisper that? Give It To You're Me Straight like Podcast everywhere you can find us. Okay, love you guys. See ciao, you next ciao. Week. Bye. Bye.